Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. I'm really excited about our guest today and to talk a little bit about mindful eating. I have known Jackie, our guest, for a while now and knew from the moment I met her that we would be friends. And fun fact, if you listen to episode four with Corey from Lean Green Dad, Jackie actually connected me with Corey. So crazy awesome world of, of people dedicated to, to getting us all a little healthier, I guess. Um, Jackie is a registered dietitian, an ACE certified personal trainer, a wife and mom of two, So another super, super woman. There's a lot of those out there. It makes me really happy. Um, She is the founder of The Wellness Solution, where she offers guidance to her clients on all things health and fitness. And then you might also recognize Jackie from the popular website, Super Healthy Kids, where she writes recipes and is a meal plan developer. And recently I had the pleasure of having breakfast with Jackie and catching up on all her efforts to create a healthier generation um, and she told me several stories that, that really sparked a few ideas around mindful eating. And then, of course, a few days later, I, I gave her a ring and said, you need to come on to the podcast. So let's talk about mindful eating and get chatting with Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project. Hey, Amanda. I'm so glad that I was able to join you today. Thanks for being here. We can't wait to talk about mindful eating. It's such a hot topic. So before we dive in to our topic of the day, which is mindful eating, can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind the wellness solution and really your role at one of our favorite websites, Super Healthy Kids? All right. I'll start with the easy one, (laughs) Super Healthy Kids, because That has just been my passion over the last five years. I started with them in 2013, writing recipes and meal plans and just, you know, just running the, that part of the membership, you know, dealing with our members and Facebook. Um, So that's super healthy kids. And then also the other really good thing is that I definitely need to say is we have created the app prepare, which is a meal planning app. And it's been really exciting because I never thought that I would be part of a tech startup. So it always gives me good conversation when my husband's at home because he's a techie. And oh, yeah. I always <laughs> I always have to throw that in there. It's like, hey, I know what you're talking about. So, um, With the wellness solution, it actually first began back in 2008 when I had invested in a stroller fitness franchise. And they had encouraged us to blog And that was actually through, I don't know if you know, like most people blogging today use Mm wordpress.org, but at that time, the big one was blogspot.com. I did. I had a blog back in the day on blogspot, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's just funny for me to think about that and bring it up every once in a while because I think that was the platform to use. But I did one back then, and it was actually Fit and Fabulous Mamas, so I've always been with the moms and fitness, which it's actually turned into dietetics because at that time I was going to school to be a dietitian. And um, fun fact with that, everybody loves to hear this, is that when I was going to school, it was all through Kansas State University and a few other schools in between there. And it was all online. It was kind of like the beginning stages of what so many people are doing now with going to school through the internet 
And at the same time, I nurse my kids. So I would sit at my kitchen <laughs> table and nurse my kids. And I went to school. And, and I, it's, I'm grateful for that because I was able to do what I wanted to do as a mom. Right. But I also was able to get my bachelor's degree that I am absolutely proud of. So, um, And then it's kind of gone towards a lot of what I do is more on Facebook and I've been focusing more on the whole part behind, I think moms, there, there's so many things that we can do now as far as fitness and nutrition, and there's a lot of great programs out there, but I think a lot of moms kind of struggle with the accountability and just having those other girlfriends around them who feel the same way that they do, who are going through the same struggles that they are, and I don't really see enough of that, or at least what I'm looking for anyways, so that's kind of where it's starting to go now. Wonderful. I love that. We all need those support groups. And it sounds like everything that you're, you're doing and your, you know, expertise and being able to help and guide people down, down the healthy path. I love it. Thank you. Okay. So, you know, I admire everything you do. I'm like one of the big Jackie fans over here. So, um, (laughs) Let's jump in. Let's talk about mindful eating. It's We're seeing it pop up everywhere. I feel like moving into 2018, early this year, it was, you know, the buzzword of 2018 and in, in the food world, you know, to everyone's trying to be a mindful eater. But I think to start, do you have a definition of what mindful eating really is? Because I think we all hear the word, but it's kind of like, uh, what is it really? Yeah, and there are a good handful of amazing dietitians who their whole practice is really based around that. Um, but I think for myself, probably because most of what I, you know, most of who I work with are moms and especially children, I think of it as more like just taking that moment to recognize what you're eating, you know, the people you're around, just like that atmosphere and what brought you together to actually eat you know, serve and cook and really think about this food. It's not, um, it's definitely, I think my thoughts around it are definitely different from what other ones think. And it's like satisfaction, the energy that the food is going to give you. And that tends to be my conversation around food, especially when it comes to my kids. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I like that definition. That's a nice, easy, you know, just thinking it all through and really being aware of what aware of what you're putting into your body. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So let's talk. And we do this a lot on this podcast. It's, you know, we're really talking to helping our listeners take those first steps. So now we understand what mindful eating is. Now, can you share a few easy, pretty basic tips that listeners can take away and implement into their lives? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this when, you know, before when when we first talked about this interview and it's I don't know if it can necessarily be certain kind of steps, but I just feel that one of the biggest things is to not really overthink it. I think if we sit there and try to figure out, oh, mindful eating and we got to put our mind into it and we need to relax and we need to take so many bites and that kind of thing. I think if we get into it and that really like, you know, that pickiness kind of thing, it may sort of blow things up. It may give us more anxiety. I mean, I know for me, if if that's what I have to think about when I'm thinking of mindful eating, 
it gives me these thoughts of, oh, okay, I've got to think about these many bites. And, and then I kind of start thinking about what else am I supposed to be doing? And the kids are right there with me. Am I not paying enough attention to them? So I think it's just a matter of really just, just relaxing and don't turn it into something that you're going to end up sabotaging yourself over the fact that maybe you shouldn't be eating that certain food or maybe you should be putting more greens on your plate because I think it can quickly turn downward. So right. yes, overthinking, not good mm-hmm. in all aspects of our world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my gosh, yes. So, well, oh, awesome. So that's easy. That's, I mean, we can do that. Now, mm-hmm. okay, so both of us have older tweens, um, <laughs> which is, I know we talk about this a lot and it's it's quite a world we're in. But so these these girls are spending more time out of the house um, and so how do we get our kids to be mindful when they're in an alternate setting? You know, I think we talked a little bit about, uh, holiday parties and the cookies are flowing and, you know, when we're not kind of there to be the watchdog and remind them about, you know, listening to their bodies and things like that. Yeah. Um, well, I always have to go back to the fact that it all begins at home and this is the same way I talk to clients, I talk to our members at Super Healthy Kids, if we're doing our part at home, um, the kids are going to see it. No matter what we think, our kids are smart, our kids are soaking up everything, and they really do look at what we do and what we say and things like that. So if we're the ones that are sitting in front of the screen, whether it be the TV, the, the phones, the computers... And we're just kind of mindlessly mindlessly eating. Just they're not really paying attention to even taking the fork and seeing what it is that we are are putting on our fork. They're going to see that. And the other thing is that um, I'm also a big, um, I talk about this a lot, is that the words that we use around our families can, or our kids specifically, it can give them the ideas. It, it, it will make them, how do I even say this? So for instance, okay, kind of a little bit off subject, but I have so many friends that when we're around, once they know what I do and who I am, their biggest thing is, oh my gosh, what can I do to get abs? Well, what can I do because I need to lose this weight? So it, it always turns into, food ends up turning into this whole diet mantra. Right. And I think that's, the wrong way to go about things. I think we need to start talking to our kids about the more healthy aspects of food. Um, And if they see us talking about things like that, they're going to be more apt to get in front of their friends and talk about it. I have, um, my daughter's birthday was in April and we went to do these things at the mall and stuff and it ended up going out to dinner and one of her friends had said, I have to pick something healthy and I want to have a little bit of salad. And so it just gave me reassurance that probably her parents are talking the right way. And knowing that those are the kinds of people that my daughter is choosing to be around, it gives me the assurance of knowing that I'm doing something right. So I need to back off and let her make those choices because she's seeing what I'm doing. And the time is going to come where maybe she will make the wrong choice, but she'll see, she'll see what happens. You know, we talk a lot about healthy skin, hair and nails. And I explained to her that in back in the day, I was a cosmetologist. And that was one of the things that we learned in school. 
that we have to put in the good things to give us healthy hair, um, skin and nails. And that's what we had to educate our clients. So if we are doing the right thing at home and not stressing over what choices our kids are making when they're not with us, I think it's just going to all fall into place. I like that. And, and certainly, you know, we're, we're not perfect people either mm-hmm. as parents, that's for sure. And so it's, you know, I think balance, it's all, you know, they see that if we are balancing what we're putting into our bodies, whether we have a dessert every now and then, or, you know, and then we have the salad mm-hmm. and we, we're showing them that balance. And, um, like you said, I feel the same that, that there's going to be mistakes. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, going through this process with them they'll recognize that like okay this is the way I feel this was not a good choice I need to like you know scale it back so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely well I hate to start talking about back to school but for us (laughs) here in Florida it's it's coming it's you know we are nearly there so um I know that you know my kids pack Typically, my younger daughter, she's a fairly selective eater. Um, we pack her lunch. Uh, my older daughter likes to purchase school lunch every now and then. But I know a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of kids do purchase lunches at school. Some are even, you know, some purchase breakfast, lunch, a snack. So how do we, I guess and maybe it's 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 a, probably something like the same, same answer. Um, but how do we guide them? in the school setting when they have those choices in front of them where it might be, you know, Oh, I really want, you know, I, I can't even think of, of what it would be right now, but there's like those two, two choices and it's kind of like, ah, what do I do? Yeah. You know, one that's come up recently with my daughter is that she wants soda. I can't even remember off the top of my head. When was the last time we actually bought like Coke or Pepsi or something like that for our home. I remember when my husband and I were first together and we had other roommates, but so it's, that's one of those things where she's definitely seen it when she's gone places with her friends. Mm -hmm. Now my son, on the other hand, he just, he never wants it. He doesn't like that fizzy stuff. So I think it also depends on the differences in taste. You know, she has this, these taste buds for it. And he just doesn't where it came from. I have no idea because we just don't drink it. Right. So what I've taught her is, first of all, I have told her like one of the birthday parties that she went to without me. I was like, look, you don't have to text me and ask me what you can have. I trust the fact that you know what your better choices are. I also know that you know that we do have those fun things. You know, she knows I drink my wine, you know, with my friends. And she also knows that that's not the best thing to make a habit out of. Right. So that's just the other thing where she sees me. And one thing that she'll do is she'll, she doesn't choose like the Coke and um, like those dark um, sodas that she knows is going to have caffeine in them. So she'll choose the Sprite or the seven up and she'll just choose one. You know, she doesn't do it all the time. Um, And then I just, I guess it does, you know, like you said, it goes back to the way that we're bringing them up. Um, The other thing is we were talking about before we started recording is how much our kids love being in the kitchen. And my, my daughter loves that, you know, she loves to bake. 
And she also knows that there are other things that we can bake as healthier treats that are still fun. They still have the chocolate chips in them and things like that, but we'll add the flax seed and um, chia seeds or anything that's going to make it just a little bit more nutrient dense. So if we show them that those types of fun foods can fit into our normal everyday lives without being you know, upset because that's what we've chosen. I think that's going to be, yeah, I I think it's big. And the other thing that we've recently been going through with my son is that I've, I don't know if he has a true dairy, dairy, dairy allergy, Um, (laughs) but because he doesn't want to get the blood test, which I'm totally fine with that. But he just keeps getting these weird little rashes around Mm -hmm. his wrists. Um, And so I've just made him very mindful of the foods that he eats that has dairy. So he's really particular about looking at labels. And I've, I've been lately calling it a blessing in disguise that, you know, whether or not he he is really allergic to it, or maybe has a sensitivity for it. He's just become really into looking at the, uh, the labels and making sure if it has it or if it doesn't. And he was really aware of the fact of when he last had dairy and how much of it. So it just goes along with what we teach our kids. I love that, that he's looking at labels. I'm telling Mm you, my older daughter, not my younger one, but but Mia, the older one, she, if you start talking about a doctor's office or blood tests or anything, that girl will do anything not to to stay away from the needles. So I feel like, wow, but there needs to be more things like this. Like the kids don't want the blood test. So now he's like reading all the labels. That's like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, there's your alternative. Yeah, I know. It's very funny. Yeah, she has some allergy things going on, and, and we've been, you know, do kind of doing the same thing. No, not food allergies, but – um, and so she's like, I just don't want to do the, the, you know, the prick test that they do or anything else. I just want to kind of figure it out on our own, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so mindful eating, I feel like this is definitely something that we can get behind, not too stressful, but I have to say – when I think about my everyday life, um, summer has slowed down a little bit, but on, you know, normal school year, we're running, we're running to tennis, we're going to dance, you know, I'm coming either from mm-hmm. work or from here or from there. And so, um, like my, the mindful eating, I think, well, how can we be mindful eaters when we're, you know, eating out of our bento boxes in the car, like rushing from one place to the other? <laughs> Um, how does that work? How can we like keep keep that keep on track with it when we're not like, whoa, we have all this time to sit and chew and you know? Well, you already said one thing that I think is huge that you're being mindful over what it is that you're eating by bringing something from home. So that would of course be one of the biggest things. And then I think the other thing is too, like the way that I travel, especially if I'm going to my mom's or up there to Orlando. I love to have the music on, whether it's music or a podcast. I think if we're going to eat in the car, maybe we need to just get the distractions out of there, you know, put on better music or even turn it down or off and chit chat with the kids and make it that more of a, you know, mindful atmosphere. Um, And that should help. Yes, my my older daughter is into the podcast world now so we listen to lots of podcasts I'm like let's listen to the healthy family project like, yes. mom I don't want to listen to you I know 
So, well, I can't thank you enough for being part of the Healthy Family Project. I'm sure, hopefully, we'll be talking to you again soon. I know there's lots of topics that that we can we can talk about and that you can share your expertise um, with us. And thank you for being someone I know that I can count on and, of course, answering my random text messages here and there. <laughs> um, so we can find you on wellnesssolution.com. Did I get that right? Yes, and okay. it's only with two S's. Don't ask me why I did it. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Super Healthy Kids, of course. Yeah. Um, is there anywhere else, uh, social media, that you want to share with listeners? Yes. Well, I definitely want to thank you, of course, for inviting me. It's an honor. I love produce for kids and being able to visit with you when I head to Orlando. Um, so lately, a lot of my stuff I've been just sharing on Facebook, and it's not always necessarily my own things. It's other dietitians and people that I feel are, you know, who feel and think the same way that I do. And that's where I'll do videos as well. Those are my live videos. And you just have to search for The Wellness Solution on Facebook. Um, and Instagram, I'm kind of sporadic on Instagram because I find that when I start posting there, I get in this little trance and then I start looking on it myself and oh, yeah. the time goes away. <laughs> so um, that one is actually JackieVega.RDN. And mostly what I've been trying to do a little bit more is to just let people know who I am and not just the thoughts and ideas that I have in my mind. And then I also like to send emails. So if anybody wants to join my email list, they just they can do that by hopping over to the website. So that's it. Well, that's wonderful. So I will include links. I will actually link up to your different outlets on our show notes. So um, if you are listening and want to go over there and find Jackie, you can. And then, of course, I know you mentioned the app Prepare. Um, and we had our first episode, I believe, was meal planning for beginners. So mm-hmm. um, we want to continue that meal planning conversation. So any of you listening and are on the trail, the meal planning trail, that's definitely the place to go or visit the Super Healthy Kids website. And we'll link up to that in the show notes too. So Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jackie. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening in today. Mindful eating is so important and we will keep this conversation going throughout all of our episodes. I'm including several links in our show notes that will connect you to content we have on produceforkids.com around mindful eating. We actually have a really great post from Leslie who's on our Produce for Kids team um, and she talks about how she practices mindful eating with her family. So a few simple tips there. I'll also include relevant links from Jackie's site, The Wellness Solution, and then content from our friends over at Super Healthy Kids where Jackie serves as a contributor. So we are fast approaching back to school. Yay! And if you are in planning mode, you need to go check out our new lunchbox ideas that we have at poweryourlunchbox.com. If you're a teacher, an educator, we also have a cool section dedicated just to teachers. If you're in um, planning for the meet the teacher night or sneak a peek night, I know it's called different things, different places, but we have some fun downloadable um, healthy eating focused materials just for you and it's all free. So head over there and grab that. Um, so poweryourlunchbox.com. I don't want to confuse anyone. I usually direct everybody to produceforkids.com, but not to worry. Produce for kids and poweryourlunchbox.com are actually interconnected. So 
really we use the site Power Your Lunchbox as the hub for our back to school initiative, the Power Your Lunchbox Promise. And I'll be talking more about the Power Your Lunchbox Promise in the coming weeks. We're going to do several episodes all about back to school topics. So you can look forward to that. And then I will let you guys know more info um, about making the promise. So that is going to start on August 6th and families will be able to make the promise to eat a healthier lunch and be healthier this school year. So more details to come. And as always, you can check out our new content on our social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, as well as YouTube. If you have questions, comments, episode ideas, you can, of course, uh, comment on any of our social sites, but you can also leave your comments on healthyfamilyprojectpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.